American headlines had some key details wrong in reporting a 17-year-old Dutch teen was legally euthanized. We'll sort fact from fiction. Also, churches in Arizona are suing over harassment they say they're facing from anti-immigration crowds. And finally, a Django Unchained sequel is on the way, and you won't believe the Outlaw's new partner. It's all ahead. This is Relevant Daily. It's Relevant Daily. It's Relevant Daily. Relevant Daily. It's Relevant Daily. Hey everyone, I'm Tyler Daswick. Welcome to Relevant Daily, where we bring you what's happening at the intersection of faith and culture. All those stories are coming up, but first, I want to tell you today's episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Whether you need a clean landing page, a beautiful gallery, professional blog, or even an appealing online store, it's all possible with Squarespace. They have award-winning templates, customizable settings, and powerful e-commerce tools. And right now, Squarespace is offering Relevant Daily listeners a special deal. You can head over to squarespace.com relevant for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your site, use offer code relevant to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com relevant. All right. To tell us about today's stories, news of our surprise sequel team up is still pending. It's Tyler Huckabee. <laughs> Hey, Daz, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing well. What's uh, what's this story on this young woman in the Netherlands? So it's a very tragic story that has unfortunately gotten a little confused in some of the reporting. Uh, the story is about this young woman named Noah Pothoven. She's 17 years old, and she was thrown into, into very severe depression following the trauma from a sexual assault. Uh, reporters in the U.S. spread word that this woman had been legally euthanized by the Dutch government per her request. Uh, this was reported in places like the Daily Beast, the Daily Mail, Aussie, and the National Review. But as some other reporters dug deeper, some key details show that this is a much more complicated story than what than the headlines suggested though certainly no less sad so so what comes through after you kind of get through the headlines so according to Dutch press, Pothoven was hospitalized as her depression led to severe issues with things like anorexia. Uh, she actually requested euthanasia from the Dutch government, but they refused that request. Uh, her family tried multiple psychiatric approaches, but Pothoven eventually refused further treatment after several failed attempts to take her own life. Uh, she was eventually moved out of the hospital and went back home where she started to refuse food and fluids and any further treatment at all. And according to reports, her family agreed not to force feed her. So that is what led to her death, not a government assisted euthanasia. My gosh. I mean, either way, it's it's a tragic story. Oh, it's so sad and, and it's awful. And it brings up a lot of important conversations about the lingering trauma of, of sexual assault survivors and how our society deals with mental and emotional health. But this isn't euthanasia. In fact, the word euthanasia wasn't even used in any of the, the Dutch reporting. It wasn't until a European article conflated Pothoven's request for euthanasia with her death that that particular narrative started to be spread by English-speaking newspapers. These are very, very important issues and extremely sensitive and, and getting them wrong has real consequences. So it's important to make sure that we we talk about stories like this that we do so accurately absolutely it's about finding that nuance Uh, we turn now Mm -hmm. to domestic news huck churches in arizona say they're being harassed for helping immigrants Yeah, pastors and churches in and around the Phoenix area are actually working with ICE to provide asylum for undocumented people in their communities. As we've discussed on Relevant several times, there is a very old, even ancient tradition of houses of worship providing sanctuary to people who are on the run from the law. And traditionally, authorities have respected that tradition of not arresting people who claim sanctuary in places like churches. Uh, So people in Phoenix are doing this with undocumented people who come into town. Uh, They're able to find housing for them in church while 
until they get their immigration issues sorted out. This work has drawn the ire of two different groups uh, called the Patriot Movement AZ and AZ Patriots. Those are two separate groups. Um, pastors and church volunteers allege that these groups are, quote, illegally intimidating, threatening, and harassing uh, the, their work, and they are even trespassing on church property when they come to scream at immigrants who are being dropped off at churches. One pastor even said that a member of the Patriot Movement AZ called his home and threatened his children. Wow. So who exactly are these harassers? Well, it's a little complicated. They used to be one group, uh, but then there was some sort of conflict within their that group, and so now they've splintered into two. But they're members of the alt-right. They attended the white nationalist rally in Charlottesville. Uh, they were reached out to by CNN, and a group representative said, quote, We opposed illegal immigration. We opposed people entering the country illegally, and we opposed the churches that aid and abet and give a free ride and reward people for entering this country illegally under the false pretense of asylum. So uh, they're, they're responding to this suit by just saying basically this it's our free we have the freedom of speech to disagree with this and this is how they're choosing to exercise that right got it but on the other side it sounds like the churches aren't backing down that's right yeah pastor angel campos actually told reporters quote we do this because we believe that there is a higher power helping us all just like other churches we want to continue helping every member of the phoenix community including the most vulnerable among us so uh, good on them for continuing to to work and what is obviously a very very divisive but very important issue down there at the border Absolutely. Uh, Huck, finally, we have some entertainment news. Django Unchained, a uh, very popular and somewhat abrasive Quentin Tarantino movie, Mm -hmm. uh, is getting a sequel, but uh, there's even a twist on top of that. (laughs) <laughs> this is kind of an interesting one. Quentin Tarantino's uh, Django movie is actually, I didn't know this until today, his highest grossing movie to date. Wow. Uh, it's his most popular. And uh, you probably remember that it stars Jamie Foxx. Uh, definitely very abrasive, but very, very successful. Doesn't really lend itself to a sequel, but it is getting one in which Django is joined by, he teams up with Zorro. What? The, the Django Zorro movie is being developed and it's headed for a theater near you. Um, Based on the reports that we've got right now, um, Tarantino may or may not direct, but this is actually an adaptation of a comic book that Tarantino co-wrote with this guy named Matt Wagner back in 2014. Um, The story picks up a few years after the events of Django Unchained, when Django moves out west and he meets Don Diego de la Vega, better known as Zorro, and agrees to come on as his bodyguard on a quest to free indigenous people from slavery. Wow. Uh, I mean, Quentin Tarantino uh, for for movie buffs is famous for saying he only has 10 movies in him. Mm-hmm. If this is one of them, uh, I would be I'm not sure how I would feel about that. Actually, I agree with you. I don't know if I'd want to spend one of my 10 only movies on a movie like this. But hey, I'm a I, I'm a fan of Jamie Foxx. I'm a big fan of Zorro. So mark me down as uh, as intrigued. Yeah, absolutely. And we're not sure when it's coming out yet, right? Yeah, we'll keep our eyes peeled. We certainly will. Huck, thanks so much. Thanks, Des. To read more about those stories and everything else we're covering today, make sure to check out our homepage at relevantmagazine.com. And for the latest, you can follow us on social media. We're on Twitter at Relevant and on Facebook and Instagram at Relevant Magazine. Finally, subscribe to our print magazine and all our other podcasts. We're here every weekday bringing you the latest at the intersection of faith and culture. Thanks for listening, everyone. This is Relevant Daily. Relevant Daily.